This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 316, and Cecil, Mm -hmm. this is a big deal. Big deal. We hired someone. We have an actual, genuine American employee who I welcomed to the glory hole, and it wasn't sexual harassment <laughs> this <Yeah>. time. Great. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah, no, yeah, this yeah. is good. I, uh, this will be – so for the stenographer who's <laughs> listening to this right now in court, hello, stenographer. How are you? <laughs> Sir, when you were welcoming your employee to the glory hole, that was a professional welcome. That's what that was. It was a professional. It's a professional glory hole. Let the record state (laughs) that I have asked for my lawyer, Andy Torres. (laughs) This man does not represent me. (laughs) So, yeah, no, no, absolutely. We we, we hired someone. Right. Because of our patrons. And because of our – it's because of our patrons. So – Guys, you guys are employing a human being. Like I said, there was someone who is working behind the scenes now. Uh, The young lady's name is Megan. She is our newest employee. She's excited to join the team. We're excited to have her. We had a ton of great people apply. So many people. Uh, We we had to weed down the resumes. Spoiled for choice. And that's no bullshit. And then we called called some people on the phone, uh, and we we wound up uh, doing some other interviews over Skype. you know, to be honest, it's it's kind of hilarious that we went through all that process just for a part-time person. I, you know what I mean? The like, people that we talked to, yeah. and this is no bullshit, the people that we talked to, we could have hired all of them. Yeah, and, absolutely. And it, it was yeah. just, I mean, absolutely. we just couldn't do it. We're job creators. Yeah. We're job we creators. We want to thank everybody who for applying, though. Yeah, everybody who yeah, sent their real. resume in. For we real. looked at all the resumes. Yep. Um, and like Tom said, we were spoiled for choice. There were some people who just had, you know, the, the couple of different things that, that sort of put them in a different column. And, and we want to thank everybody, though, who, who took the time to send their resume in. Thank you all so very much. Uh, we are excited to, uh, to welcome Megan onto the team. And, uh, and we're hoping that, uh, that it makes things a little easier for us. For you. Yeah. Well, yeah. fucking, it's not going to do anything different. I know, for you. so it's hard for me to get excited Jesus about it. Jesus Christ! Like, I what mean, are they going to spoon feed your face? <laughs> the fuck could they possibly do uh, different? For well, you? if she would fucking write some dick jokes for me every now and again, that'd be great. She could just mail us. She could just mail, email me she's some gonna dick mail, jokes. Mail things for you to read. That's it. Yeah. Awesome, but but it, it, we're we're very happy. It's that awesome. We were able to do that. It's terrific. So this story, unsurprisingly, from Right Wing Watch. This is Phil Robertson. See, so we've got some audio of Phil Robertson and his fucking beard yammering around. I don't know if this is entirely in duck calls, 
but he does appear to have a camouflaged bag on the podium while yeah, he's talking. Yeah, so this is one we're not going to listen to is the one where he's actually fucking readjusting the shit he brought with him. He's got his fucking, like, thumb-through Bible that he's <laughs> stuffing back in his bag. We're going to actually listen to the second one, which is how God is working through Donald Trump. <sighs> I love his world-weary... I love like we're what what how far are we in we're five, five seconds. seconds in and he hasn't said anything but he has clicked his lips and he has <laughs> exhaled loudly is that david smalley i know <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're seven seconds in. He hasn't hasn't said anything he's just gathering his strength he's just yeah he's, he's just, just gathering he's just himself for his working. for his moment here we go well donald trump sticks his foot in his mouth too much. That's why I'm not voting for him. Really? First of all, read the Old Testament and see how many different people God worked through to accomplish his purpose. What purpose? Also, isn't he omnipotent? Why does he have to work through so many people? Jesus, it's like he has to go through the bureaucracy that humans <laughs> created. Couldn't he have just, I don't know, done the thing? Right. It's almost like it was just people all along. Hmm. And then dad pulled his hands away and I was riding the bike by all myself <laughs> all along. I seriously had some footprints in the it sand is, shit, it right? Yeah, it's garbage. It's a, it's a oh, he's got to work through. He doesn't have to fucking work through people if he's omnipotent. What now, the what fuck is he, does that for? What is he reaching in there and wearing them like a puppet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at me. I'm Jeremiah. God's the original fister. He's just <laughs> right up there. Is this normal? Is this what everyone does? It's a weekend at Solomon's. <laughs> a lot of them. Give him time. Better a man who sticks his foot in his mouth every once in a while. I've done it myself. I know none of you have, but possible you might have at some point. Wait, I know none of you have, but, but possible, possible you, you might, might have, have at some, some point. point. I, that I don't know that that makes sense. I don't know that this man should words. <laughs> he should just beard. Like he, all he should do is absolutely. beard. Because that thing is fucking epic. Yeah, you know the 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 crying Indian knew what he was doing, right? <laughs> the crying Indian knew that they could shed a single tear and just shut the fuck up and be totally. That's it. Awesome. It's powerful. Yeah. And maybe maybe his voice sounded like fucking Froggy from the Little Rascals. You don't know because he never said anything. I know he didn't have to. This guy could stand there and beard the fuck out of some bearding, and, and you could be like, maybe that's kind of majestic. It might be. It must be really uncomfortably warm where he's at because he's always wearing a headband. Well, if you had that beard, you'd be sweating like crazy too. I sweat like crazy just trying to move around under my own weight. Better a man who sticks his foot in his mouth every once in a while than a woman who pours out lies. From her bum, vagina, bum, bum. I know, right? From her bleeding vagina, <laughs> right, guys? Uh, right, right? Huh? Who's a misogynist in here with me? Oh, wait, wait, wait! Yeah. I know all of you. All of you are. It's awesome. I know. Then a woman—that's the focus, yeah, right? That's exactly. the focus of that yeah. sentence, right? Then a woman who pours out lies. Donald Trump can't consistently say the same thing or hold a message, and we're supposed to forgive that. Why? Because he's some dude. Sure. Right? And like I mean, he's some dude. That's the that's the whole thing. It's like yeah. hey guys, vote penis. Vote off. Well and, and 
the idea that she's pouring out lies all the time isn't brought up in the in the facts. Like you look at you know when they when they fact check them from when what they, they have to fact say. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's she's she is telling falsehoods. A lot of them are. She's not a hundred percent false though. He's like fucking ten percent fucking right. Somebody. I, I, I mean, know. like it's, it, there's some really bad that guy's pants are on fire. Where that guy is yeah. consistently not telling the truth right. over and over and over again. And not only that. Like at least she has positions that you can at least fact check. Right. When you say something like, "Yeah, I talked to the top cop and the top guys, and the guy said they could fix it in a week." What guy? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention to the guy or the thing or the thing that he said. First off, it's not even a viable plan. Secondly, there's no way to verify it. Right. Well, and actually, the the the, the police came out afterwards. Like we didn't fucking talk to anybody. Like sure. nobody can ever verify it. Like you said, not only is it not it has not been verified. But the people that he supposedly talked to sure. are always like, we literally don't know what he's saying. Yeah, we never had a conversation with him. And right. it's not even a it's not even a good plan anyway. Right. Like it's not even a good plan anyway, because the guys the guy that was saying it was like, Yeah, we just need to be tougher. When it like that's not even quantifiable. What do you what do you mean? Like, are we gonna run fucking people over with cars now? <laughs> like, what is our plan? And the thing is, is like fucking at least with that, you could look at it and say, Okay, is it a lie? Is it not a lie? He doesn't even have a position you can even look at like right. that. Well, but okay, all right, all of that I will I will concede all of sure. those points, but vagina, vagina, <laughs> bleeding, not anymore. It's not bleeding. Not She's anymore. fucking sixty eight. Those days have come and gone. Yeah, I mean, unless she takes some virgin blood and puts it up there, <laughs> just to. She's bathing in virgin blood. That thing's dry as the day is long. That's how you get pneumonia. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Dry vagina. Donald Trump often appears on Fox, which is ironic, because a fox often appears on Donald Trump's head. This is uh, Donald Trump imagines an America where everyone lives under one God. This is a minute and 18 seconds of just Donald Trump. Donald, Donald T in the hizzy. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is that tie an American flag? I think it is. Is this tie an actual American flag? I think I need that tie. Is that an... Oh, my God. He's wearing an unironic American flag tie. I would wear that ironically. <laughs> the All only day. thing that could make that better is if it was an American flag fish tie. <laughs> <laughs> or in the shape of, like, a missile. <laughs> we are all equal, and we all come... From the same creator. If we remember that simple fact, then our future is truly limitless. What? What? Wait, wait. Why does that make my future limitless? What What does that do? First of all, fact is not the word you're looking for with that <laughs> statement. If you all remember that conjecture, that wild possible theory, right. that seems deeply unlikely and insults actually most of the world. Sure. Yeah. But if we if we all if we all get but then why is our future limitless? There's plenty of super religious people that are like I'm still fucking poor. Yeah, there's plenty that's, of religious people that are homeless. Right, that are on crack. That's most most of the people in the world are religious, and most of the people in the world are poor. Yeah, it's not working for them. Like the they're just like, hey, my future's limitless, but only after I die because my living future is pretty limited, actually. <laughs> I guess that is true. There are several limits. Yeah, yeah. right. Credit limit. That's pretty low. Yeah. <laughs> Food eating limit. There is nothing we as Americans can't do. 
Can that's, we fly? That's kind, of, that's kind of the definition of limitless, though, yeah, isn't it? Right? Like, I'll just say yeah. the same thing. I mean, didn't you just say that? Different. Yeah. <laughs> There's a biblical verse that I've often read. You've never read one biblical verse ever. That's the best. Is this is guy. amazing. The very best part about all this is that the dupes in the audience don't get that they're being played by this guy. They're being played so I mean, hard. You, you see what he's saying. You're like, when he talks about the, the the way he reads it, he's clearly reading it from a teleprompter. This right. isn't a fucking biblical verse he's got memorized. This is a guy who is just trying to manipulate the audience to 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 love him. That's right. it. That's all That's he's it. doing. And they're just like, well, we got to vote Republican anyway. We may as well believe your shit. Yeah. That, but that, everybody that's in the it. audience is being duped at this yeah. point if they believe it. Yeah. And I want to repeat it again because I think it is so important to what we're trying to achieve right now for our country. It's from 1 John chapter 4. No one has ever seen God. But if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. The fuck, what the even, fuck does that even mean? What? What the fuck? Do, I want to listen to that again because I seriously don't know what it means. No one has ever seen God. Okay, I'm there with you. No one has ever seen God. Well, that's not the Bible. People have seen God, though. Didn't Noah see God? Well, I guess. Did, I, am I wrong? Didn't Noah go up there I and they had a Moses fucking chit chat? Didn't Moses see him? That's why he fucking was all like all fucked up in the face, <laughs> or whatever. Like, fucking all goofy looking and shit. Like, his fucking beard is all crooked. Fucking yeah, he did. He, <laughs> he kind of walked a little crooked. He like went up the mountain and yeah, they had a fucking yeah, little no. tete a tete there, yeah, didn't they? Fucking yeah, God went balls deep in his mouth. That's what I thought happened. <laughs> what I don't know. Yeah, Moses is Moses is filleting God. He was a little like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably. He'd take it. <laughs> Get it all over his chin. His big, hairy, 40-year-old beard. 40-year beard. Because you've been walking around for 40 years in the desert. That's Maybe a, you bring your fucking razor, man. You got to fucking... You sandblast that shit off your face? You got a Mach Zero? Mach Zero. It's a stone. You just roll it over your it's face a, until it hurts. It's, it's a, like, oh, this isn't really doing anything. It's just an old river rock. It's just like, not even sharp. No, I mean, you're just rolling it yeah, on your head, too. Ow, uh, ow. Ow. That's, just chafe your fucking skin away. Pleasurable. <laughs> But if we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is made complete in us. Okay, so if, if we love one another, yeah. God lives in us. And his love is complete in us. I think they're saying God goes balls deep in you. <laughs> That's what I think they're saying. That's it. He completes in us. I'm saying his entire shaft is in you. At a certain point. I, I feel like if he's going to complete in us, I'm going to need a tissue or something like that. <laughs> I just hope he's wearing protection. Because <laughs> I'm not on that. anything. He's got to do so. that. <laughs> <laughs> that fucker will impregnate anyone. <laughs> no kidding, right? <laughs> he's got to do that fucking weird waddle walk to the bathroom to get cleaned up. <laughs> you don't want to drip it on the uh, carpet. Well, that's fine. So true. So true. I just read it off the teleprompter. Speaks so to my cold black heart. Jeez, your fucking eyes look like pussies, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying. Jesus. They look like pussies, man. They look like they look like fucking terrifying like horror movie vaginas. You're a monster. Like you know, like like if like if you were watching a movie where 
where somebody were to be like a fucking, I don't know, like some kind of like <laughs> evil alien thing, and they're like getting ready to sleep with the main character to kill him. Oh, right, and they got they've they got pull the... up their their and they have just a big eye. <laughs> <shit hammer. laughs> it would look like his eye. It would look like his eye. <laughs> Down under that's what it would look like. I'm it is saying. down under their parts. In the, in the skirt area. <laughs> the skirt area. Down there. And you're doing like a hand motion, like, a, like a, an upsy motion. I'm, I'm kind of doing a tickling of an eye vagina motion. I don't know what I don't know what's going on it's there. An eye, eye vagina tickle. That's, that's what a, that is. I'll tell you what, that's yeah. a technique I've not it's, used. <laughs> well, you gotta put your old hand up there. That's Jesus. why it works. Man. Yeah, it's like you're playing the piano. <laughs> it's just normal. Everyone does this. Don't worry. Fine. <laughs> it requires a lot of lube, actually. I can feel your heart in here. That's how you actually start the heart back up after it's stopped. You get in there and then dug it, dug it, dug it. I gotta work my way past your lunch. (laughs) Imagine what our country could accomplish if we started working together as one people under one God saluting one flag. the fuck does that mean we already salute what well, unless ex- except for the people from the south who support you who salute another flag donald right yeah, yeah. like all except the confederate for those, flag except idiots for those people then yeah they're saluting a different flag and, and we, some of them like david duke with the nazi flag but he's kind of a outlier right, what is he taught is he really saying like everybody should convert and just be one religion I think he, I mean he doesn't know what he's saying. I don't saying, think he's saying that. I think he's I think he's pandering to an audience that would love it if everybody were Christian. So I think that that's all he's saying is yeah, he's, but, but he's saying like we would do so much better yeah, if everybody was the same religion. But he's pandering. He doesn't believe that. Well, I know he doesn't. But no, no, no. Don't get me I mean, wrong. Look at his eye vaginas. You can tell he's lying. <laughs> you can always trust the eye vagina. If you look at the one on the left, it's leaking a little. He's got like that. Sky. He's got those Scooby Doo eye vaginas that follow you when you walk around the room. Close that thing up. Jesus. Looking at me. Did he douche his eye vaginas this morning? (laughs) Yeah. Convert the Jews. (laughs) So this is also from the value. The values voter summit was the best thing that happened this week. Dude, I love a good KY gov though. I I know, right? I got to admit, I love a good KY gov. Do you think they did that on purpose? I don't know, but I do it on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) And I will say, a little bit of shedding blood never hurt anybody. Oh no! Yes, it did. Not me. Not Not me. (laughs) That's just that's just substitute KY. Actually, (laughs) Kentucky Governor Matt Bevin. Election of Hillary Clinton may call for shedding of blood of tyrants and patriots. That's a little hyperbole from what he actually says. A little bit, a little bit, although... But what he says is awful enough. Somebody asked me yesterday, I did an interview, and they said, do you think it's possible, if Hillary Clinton were to to, to win the election, do you think it's possible that we'll be able to survive, that would we ever be able to recover as a nation? Uh, No. 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 No, if she wins the election... She's just going to... What she's going to do is just shoot all the nukes at ourselves. We're just, they're all going to go straight in the air and then fall straight back down on us. Just like fucking hillbillies shooting guns I mean, in the air. What, what could possibly happen other than a nuclear war that would make We it would so never weird. survive. She's going to cancel money. And then she's going to... I don't know! I mean, is she just going to like be like, okay, everybody gets smallpox? I, I don't know. She's just going to fucking spray vagina juice on everybody? What are they afraid of? What are they afraid of? That's a different. That's different than Jamba Juice, by the way. <laughs> vagina Juice is very different. Squirting is just peeing. Only, Squirting is just peeing. I've only gone in there once. 
twice. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just to make sure I didn't like it. <laughs> and while there are people who have stood on this stage and said we would not, I would beg to differ, but I will tell you this. I would beg to differ that we would be okay? He's saying that we will recover. Okay, good. But, it, but then he's going to tell us how awful that recovery yeah, would be. Yeah, the recovery would be real right? hard. It'd be yeah. like saying, like, Cecil, look, you could get burns over 70% of your body and survive. But it's going to be a living hell. It's going to be a living hell. Hmm. So like a Trump presidency? Is what you're Not about? that bad. Okay, all right. Not that bad. I do think it would be possible, but at what price? At what price? Did somebody just woo in the Somebody's audience? like, yeah, I love what price. That's my favorite price. <laughs> I'll take goat number two. <laughs> it's a goat. It's always a goat. Can I spin the wheel, Bob? These fucking hillbillies are thrilled to get the goat. They're just like, yeah, the goat. Oh, that dishwasher is 701, 701. I don't know whether to eat it or fuck it. (laughs) What, the dishwasher? Or in what order? (laughs) The roots of the tree of liberty are watered by what? Uh, Water. Water. (laughs) Sprinkler system. (laughs) The Mexican gardener. (laughs) I think I think that's the Mexican guard. Jose. Yeah, his name's Jose. Can you see? <laughs> Cancel the show. Cancel the show. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be Gardner. I'm still voting for Jose. (laughs) Can you see? (laughs) I think we just named this episode. Uh, Okay, here we go. The blood of who? The tyrants, to be sure, but who else? Jose. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Jose. I don't like this job. (laughs) I was going to use Miracle (laughs) Girl. I put eggshells in it and everything. <laughs> no man, can you can you pay me in cash? Right? <laughs> oh oh God. shit! Uh, so oh. blood of the blood of who, Tom? Uh, the blood of who? He said. I'm still voting Mexicans. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the blood of Hillary's like long dead vagina. Her her, her saved her, her jarred menses. Her, her now defunct vagina. <laughs> defunct. <laughs> defunct. What? What happened? The Patriots. Wait, Wait, why? The, the New England <laughs> Like, is Tom Brady yeah, out there? Just like, is the fuck did I do? Cutting his wrist to feed a tree? The tree is fucking it's, evil it's as like fuck. fucking the fountain or whatever, you know? Whose blood will be shed? It may be that of those in this room. It might be that of our children and grandchildren. I have nine children. Jesus Christ! You know, Settle down! The most amazing thing about Irish? that... The most amazing thing about that is somebody fucked him nine times. <laughs> It breaks my heart that you got fucked nine, nine times. times. It breaks your wife's heart and her vagina. <laughs> to think that it might be their blood that is needed to redeem something, to reclaim something that we, through our apathy and our indifference, <laughs> he's yeah, gonna sir. cry. 
He's, look he's at got him. a cry. He's got the big sad. Oh my god! Look Bring at him his out. face. Jesus, in his head right now, Adele is singing. Oh. That's how- <laughs> Have given away. Oh no! Oh, oh no, big guy! Oh, so somebody hug him. Gary Busey said recently that Donald Trump would make a great president. Of course, he said the same thing about an old rusty birdcage he found. So, Cecil, more <laughs> value voters summit or values voter? Values know. voter? Value voters? Mm. Values voter. More than one value, <laughs> only one voter summit. <laughs> I got that. I got a little mixed up. Anyway, it's, it's funny because they're mostly single issue voters anyway. Right? right? <laughs> so. <laughs> So this is Trump still fucking yammering, this time about uh, Scalia. He's the fucking corpse of Scalia. If Trump comes back, though, Scalia is going to be back in the Supreme Court. He'll put him back in. He'll put him back in. Yeah, he'll fucking animate him. (laughs) (laughs) That fat fucking blob would need a lot of people to control him, though. He's like one of those really complex puppets they had on the fucking Muppet show back in the day where they had like six people in there. It's like a whole fucking team of Hensons. It's like the the fucking Henson brothers. (laughs) (laughs) One of them's checking the other one into the boards. (laughs) All right, so here's Trump. Earlier this year, we lost the great justice Antonin Scalia. I know, because someone just told me right before I did this speech. (laughs) The next president will not only have to fill this seat, but as many as four others. Four others? What are you, somebody going to go in there with a gun? (laughs) (laughs) But he doubles down on it. This is my favorite, because he goes, four others, they they let the clip play. It could even be, I mean, we could end up with a total of five judges by one president. It would be record-setting. Probably be three. Could be four, could even be five. Wait, it was four, then five. Now it's three. He has literally no idea how many justices there is. You, re- you remember, you remember in, just... the, in the Holy Grail when they were pulling the pin for the hand grenade and he keeps messing up and saying, I know, right? Five, three, sir, three. It could technically be between one and nine. Yeah. Like that's it. Sure, yeah. It's yeah. not going to be four. Who are we kidding? These people are like, you know, they're in fucking a stasis cube. Are you kidding? They don't get... They only get let out of the star chamber to vote once in a while. (laughs) And you pick the wrong people. You have a country that is no longer your country. It will be a disaster. No, it's still your country. Why would it be so? Whose would it be? Yeah, no, even if they put like fucking four rabid right wing people. What about if it was four, maybe five, possibly three? Definitely one. (laughs) Rabid right wing people on that that court. It's still my country. It's still my country. Yeah. I just disagree with all of their rulings. Right. I would be unhappy. I'd be very unhappy. With the country. Yeah. But to say it's not your country anymore. Yeah, it's still mine. One of the most important issues, frankly, other than maybe defense, because we're going to build up our military. It's so depleted. It's so depleted? What are you talking about? We're going to build up our military. We spend a gazillion dollars. Did you see how much in applause he got, though? I know. They're just like, we got to buy more guns. They love that shit. I know. They're really worried about it. Yeah. We're going to take care of our vets. Take care of our vets. Well... No, probably not, because the Republicans keep not doing it. We'll they- make more vets. Does <laughs> that take care of vets? I don't know. Well, we'll, yeah. just, get, we'll just go adventuring across uh. the world. And see how many brown people we can shoot. Is yeah, exactly. that the same thing? Is there anybody's oil we can take? I don't know. You look brown and poor. Maybe we'll shoot you with a Humvee. Mm, <laughs> like, no, we don't care about the brown and poor people. We care about the brown people who don't know the wealth of their oil. Yet. Oh, you're right. That's there who we care go. about. Yeah. 
We're going to protect your Second Amendment. So many things. So many things. I'm not going to name all the things that I'm going to do. I'll just do so many of them. I'm just going to name three of them. That's it. Three. That's military Second Amendment. Three, maybe five, possibly four. I will just say all three have to do with guns. Right. I'm saying. Right. But one of the most important, some people think it's actually the most important, is the filling of the seats, United States Supreme Court. You see what's happening right now. Essentially, it's four and four. And you see what, how bad it is. How bad is it? Well, the country's blown up. Yeah, I we're mean, out of food. Gosh. Didn't huh. you notice? Jesus. Yeah. No, I didn't notice because we ordered from Grubhub earlier. <laughs> it was here in record time. So. Yeah, but we had burritos and they were Mexican. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So We had a yeah. coli burrito. And now America is Mexico. <laughs> it's not our country anymore. It's now mm. Mexico. Mm. It was delicious, though. I, I'm kind of for it, actually. I, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. If, if, the, if the turning over of my country into Mexico means everything looks the same and I get more burritos. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to pick great judges. I've already put a list of 11 Federalist Society, highly recommended. Got uniform great reviews on these 11 people. On Yelp. They were great. Okay. On Yelp. They loved them. They loved them. I went, I Googled, I Googled. Really great judges, the very best judges, I good to, judges that I like. I went to the federal judge section at TripAdvisor, <laughs> <laughs> and I picked the number one judges, the top judges that they had on TripAdvisor. I watched, I, uh, I looked in Pornhub, and I was looking for judge porn, <laughs> and I sorted, I sorted that wait, by most on, popular on, judge porn. I, I bet like there's the judge idea. porn. I kind of like the idea that don't send us judge porn, please. Yeah, so we're gonna get so much judge porn. It'd be awesome if it was just a voice, like, judging people. <laughs> <laughs> There's that, too. That would actually be really funny. That would funny. actually be hilarious. That would be really yeah. funny. Like, where they're just criticizing yeah, technique. Just like, no, like, no, that's mm, not going to work. That's too much, that, that's no, too that's much saliva. that's pee. That's pee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you hit the bladder, yeah. not the G-spot. <laughs> and we are going to put truly great people. Maybe, Maybe the best. Maybe the, maybe best, the best people. Maybe the best people. It could be the best. <laughs> we use uh, Judge Scalia. As the ultimate example of what we're looking for. What, a dead guy? Yeah, just somebody. Just like somebody. I would actually prefer someone with a pulse down. Is there somebody like, bloated uh, and unilateral we yeah, can pick? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't find a guy who votes single straight on all issues and is alive. Is that <laughs> <That's> possible? <laughs> we're looking for somebody yeah. who's not real thoughtful. Uh, you know, we're really trying to look for a Scalia type. I'm looking for somebody who yeah. can't pronounce nuance. Yeah, That's what I'm looking for. I hear David Duke is free. <laughs> okay. This will determine whether or not we remain a constitutional republic, frankly. That's what's going to happen. What? Yeah. Uh, we won't. But what is no. that up? For? Is that is that up on is somebody suing about that? <laughs> the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court's going to yeah, get up the there. The Supreme Court's going to hear a like, case to be like whether or not we should follow the Constitution. And the, the Supreme Court, if they rule no, but they are created by the Constitution, do they just voip out of they, existence? They, the, they vote themselves out of a job. Like all of a sudden, they just start fading like fucking Marty McFly from Back <laughs> to the Future. Like no, don't fuck your grandma. You know, like or maybe it's like the end of fucking. It's a wonderful life. Right. <laughs> Come back. And there's never been a Supreme Court. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg's been the librarian the whole time. <laughs> and the decisions were yours, and they were yours, and they were yours. Every time a gavel bangs, a justice gets his robes. <laughs> I have pledged to appoint judges who will uphold the Constitution to protect your religious liberty 
and apply the law as written. Look at him just posture. Well, well, like apply he looks like the, a chubby like parrot. Everybody thinks they do that, dude. Apply the law as written. Yeah. Every single one of those people reads the thing and then applies the law as they think it's written because right. their job is to interpret it. And that's how words word. That's just how it <laughs> that's is. That's just how it is. That's how it is. Like if if it were that cut and dry, we wouldn't need a Supreme Court at all. That's exactly it, right? Because what they're determining is the constitutionality of these cases. Yeah. If it was so cut and dry that it was fucking self-evident – then it would be an unnecessary position. So clearly there is interpretation required. Yeah. But these guys couch the argument as if it's like, well, we just all you got to do is read what it says and then do the thing it says. Really? No. Then why do I need fucking nine people for yeah. this? Why do I need nine people that fucking have to go to the star chamber every right. day <laughs> that are essentially fucking they're there for life? Right. We don't need them if that's the case. If it's just fucking, if it's as simple as reading it, all you need to do is be a fucking as educated as Trump. Right. Come on. You need a little better education. Than that. That's true. Look at his shirt. It's clearly pinching his fucking fat fucking throat. Look at it that does thing. have a fucking, he's got like a fucking turkey waddle going on there, doesn't he? Walking, 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 walking. Goes with his pussy eyes. <laughs> 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 Uh, he's got pussy eyes. He's like kind of like an upside down. Terrible. It's an upside down woman. A pussy eyes and then the pregnant stomach. Oh, like the, geez, man. Like, the, no, but like after she deflated, after she gave birth. You know what I mean? Like one of those. Like, oh, God, you're a monster. No, like it's like. No, you are a monster. No, like when they have after stretchy skin. Deflated? Where they have stretchy skin, where like they shit the kid out. I can't. And then they have. They have just, I don't want to They're talk like a balloon that sort Why of. Why like are goes you still down. talking? We reject. Judges who rewrite the Constitution to impose their own personal views on 300 million plus Americans are going to have that. That's what we pay them to do. That, uh, that's what we, that's what they fucking got hired for. Seriously, man, does this guy not know how this works? He no, well, he fucking clearly doesn't care. He's just saying things that make these people applaud. You know that that's true. All he's doing is saying things that make the yokels fucking Would it applaud. be different, you think, Tom, if they – if after Hobby Lobby there was a, a bunch of landmark decisions that were all sort of against the four minority? Do you think – Like what do you mean? So like gay marriage comes up. It gets shot down. Don't ask. Don't oh, yeah. Tell. It'll be it totally gets, you know, different. Do you think that they would have the same attitude? Because I mean it, they kind of hit it out of the park with Hobby Lobby, right? Like they kind of like went – they, they, that was a fucking amazing for them. Hobby Lobby was a great decision. Yeah, they love that. Yeah. Um, and then they started being like, oh, but gay people are people. Oh, the fuck? And right. then, you know, like it started yeah, going downhill the, from yeah, there. Right. But they won on the, on the Second Amendment vote that came up, you know, the, the, you know guns everywhere now, you know, because it, it shot down the, the handgun ban in Chicago, yeah. and the handgun ban in D.C. And, you know, so they, they, what, they, what they don't seem to understand is it's a win some, lose some. Sometimes the conservatives get the vote. It's a, there's a swing. There was there was a swing vote on there. You yeah. know, sometimes the conservative. Sometimes the decision leans conservative. Sometimes the decision leans less conservative. Leans more liberal. It's it like that's the nature of this program. That just is the nature of this program. There are some judges you can reliably count on. You know, they're going to come down on a conservative sure. side, but some of them swing back and forth, which is why you have in the same set o nine. You know, you have decisions that lean conservative and some that lean liberal. They just focus on this shit because it gets their fucking base riled up. I've made public a list of judges, as I said, that will guide my selection process. Hillary Clinton 
has refused to provide such a list. And we brought it up. Let's see your list. You ever saw the list? You would walk out of here not feeling very well. How do you know you haven't seen the list? He just said there wasn't one. Dave, have you seen the list? There's no list. If you saw the list, you'd be upset about the list. You haven't. He doesn't know. I fucking hate this guy. Yeah. Because she knows the extremist judges she would pick would be rejected by the overwhelming majority of the American public. They'd be rejected. Well, that doesn't, no, that doesn't matter whether they're rejected by the fucking— They're hers to pick. They're hers to pick, and it's fucking not up to the public. It's right. up to fucking the legislative branch to which decide. Is, which, right. All they have to—they have to confirm. The executive branch chooses, and then the legislative branch confirms. The, there's a reason this is not up for public vote. Yeah. Because we decided that we don't want these to be—that's why, why they're lifetime appointments, too. Yeah. He's, he's making this case like, oh, well, you know, Hillary's going to appoint this fucking radical— Who's to say that if Hillary gets in office, let's say Hillary gets in office, because that's the assumption that we're fucking right, riding on, right. right? Is that Hillary's in office? Who's to say that it's not a fucking uh, Republican-controlled House and Senate still? Right, and that, she can't that, get anyone that, confirmed. And she can't get anyone confirmed. Well, I think eventually, well, you're eventually going to have to. Confirm gonna have somebody, to but, but she'll but have to. She's going right. to have to go. She's going to yeah. have to go right. She's yeah, going to have to lean right. Yeah. She can't go with fucking you know Mao Zedong or whatever she was going to go. <laughs> she's got to go with fucking somebody a little more to the. To the right. To the right. Yeah. Like Mao Zedong's son or something. You know? <laughs> Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. Clinton's judicial picks would allow her to completely take over American health care, the American economy, and Americans' religious liberty. Not to mention your Second Amendment, which is what? on very thin ice right now, as you know, because of the fact that we're at four or four. If they even pick one judge who's wrong, you can probably, as you know it, you can kiss the Second Amendment goodbye. Why? What? It's an amendment. Yeah. The Unless, judges can't. Yeah, they can't just look at the Constitution. And be like, what do you want to get rid of today, guys? It's not like they're ordering fucking food. They don't. They don't. It's not like like welcome to the Supreme Court. Here's a giant red felt marker. Strike out the things you don't like. <laughs> they like hand you the original Constitution and a fucking sharpie. Fucking. They're making paper airplanes out of it, throwing it across. <laughs> I don't the even way. give a fuck. Oh, I don't care. What my ass with this thing? Purper. <laughs> Podcasters, they live in squalor, destitute and disenfranchised, eking out an existence as best they can in such desolate places as Chicago. In pairs, but otherwise alone, they suffer from hunger and thirst, barely making it day to day on store brand chicken wings and weak domestic beer. But now you can help. For just a few dollars a podcast, pennies a day, you can give them the restaurant-style chicken wings and imported beer that they so desperately need. For less than the price of a cup of coffee, you can make a difference in their lives, allowing them the opportunity to rant unfettered as nature intended. Please, go to patreon.com backslash distancepod today make a pledge and help these poor innocent creatures 
lead a life worth living. So this story is uh, also from the Values More Than One Value Voter Summit. This is Louis Gomer. This guy is amazing. I seriously Gomer. He doesn't seem like the type of person who could pass the IQ test to figure out how to open a box at Twinkies. I know, right? He is he 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 does it is astonishing that this guy is a representative in Congress. Yeah. That his job his job, that's your job, is yeah. to represent to other govern. people. It's to govern, yeah. Right? He is a leader of people. So there are people standing behind Louis Gohmert be like, that guy's he does brains some, smart. He does some smart words in. <laughs> yeah. Look at him. That guy with his. He has my values. We got values. I, I values. It, I'm I a voter with a values. It, Do I have got multiple it. ones? Somebody. I don't know. Which one is it? <laughs> Here he is, Gomer. Can I get it back? I need it Wednesday. <laughs> so going back to 07, we lost the majority. I can't. I seriously I can't. Know, I, I know. can't. I know. Can't. Do you have to? I can't. You have to. It's two minutes and 17 seconds. Just fucking grit your teeth and suffer through it. And the new ma- majority, Democrats, were pushing something called hate crimes. Nobody's pushing hate crimes. <laughs> Nobody's like Is somebody standing well, in a trench coat, uh, like stay buddy. Want to buy, buy hate, hate crimes? Wanna buy hate crime. Hey, here you go. Spray a swastika on a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> and I could see as clearly as I can see you where this was going. Black people walking around, not afraid of their lives. I, Gay people hugging and holding hands in the street. Am I supposed to believe that Louis Gohmert was prescient? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Louis Gohmert would have us believe. He's like, believe I understood ahead of time. Motherfucker, you don't understand in post. I fucking, I, I know. Like, with right. hindsight, right. you still don't get it. Yeah. I would sooner believe there's a Puff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> Do you know you know that phrase, hindsight is twenty yeah, twenty. Yeah. For Louis Gohmert, hindsight still needs bifocal. I, and we were told, no, this will never affect churches. It'll never affect Christians. I'm going, you know, because Christianity, we know, is a religion of love, unlike any other religion. You know, the only one that's a religion of love. <laughs> <laughs> the very best part of that is the the sort of implicit like every other religion right. is has no love no in it. love in every it. other religion is awful yeah like they're all it's awful it. christianity is a religion of love so we're being hatefully intolerant unlike That's every other religion more loving than when the buddhists are like <laughs> chanting stuff <It's> fucking amazing <laughs> you know and Jesus himself said, greater love than no one than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. And that's what he did. What, what the what, fuck? What did he just say? He said, what did he just say? Sound like you just asked a Cajun for directions. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, where's your brother? went down to McDonald's, take a ride. <laughs> 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 a little coon dog. Like, okay. <laughs> Wait, rewind that. What did he just say? What <laughs> Jesus himself? Because here's he, what I think he, he said. He faced out some mouth words there think, for a second. I think I, he just said, as Jesus Christ once said, <laughs> he's the guy off Waterboy <laughs> who makes that speech and everybody's like, yeah. Right? That's amazing. Here we go. What happened? You know, and Jesus himself said, greater love than no one than this. That a man laid down his life for his friends. And that's what he did. Oh, what? <laughs> I don't know what he said. You know, and Jesus himself said, greater love than no one than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. And that's what he did. (laughs) 
<laughs> Jesus Christ was a mush mouth moron. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know. I really don't. I'm gonna try I it really one more don't. Time. I'm going to be serious. I'm going to try it one more time. Okay, be real serious. You know, and Jesus himself said, greater love than no one than this, that a man lay down his life <laughs> for his friends. And that's what he did. In the middle, in the middle, it just starts syllabling. <laughs> he said, Jesus Christ once said, man, laid out his life. And that's what he did. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck that happened? It's the only person I've ever seen that time traveled through his own speech. <laughs> Like he quantum, <laughs> he fucking, he fucking quantum leaped that shit. And he was every bit as confused like looking he, around. Like he like, he starts the sentence and then wakes up in his body later on, still <laughs> rambling. He's like, "What the fuck?" And yet, after all the belittling I've gotten, <laughs> oh, completely undeserved, oh, completely undeserved, Louie. Oh, poor Louie Gomez got the sad feelings. <laughs> oh. And then going back then. Oh, you want to stand in the way of hate crimes? This yeah, I do. I want to stand in the way of hate crimes. Wait, I oppose hate crimes. He seriously, he's like, yeah. Just so you know, that's why I was against that. I was against opposing hate crimes. This will stop all this hatefulness. No, it's going to be used against Christians. Let's stop it now. And Republicans going, Louie, you're really overreacting. Hey, hate, hate crime, crime is a is a high bar to cross. Yeah, a, a hate crime like, takes from a criminal a perspective. That's a high a bar to cross. Yeah. So you really have to do some sort of despicable shit, regardless of whether or not you hate the person. You still have to do right. some despicable shit. Because we're right? still allowed to hate. We can hate whoever you hate want. Whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. There's no crime. Yeah. Called I'm being a judgy yeah. prick. Or you yeah, can do that. There's, uh, or I've fucking entered your mind and I know what you're thinking. Right. Like, that's yeah. another yeah. thing, right? Like exactly. you can always just keep your fucking bigot thoughts to yourself. Huh? That's fucking. You know? Didn't fucking Bambi's mom say some shit about that a long time ago? <laughs> Keep yeah. your fucking hateful thoughts. To yeah, yourself. no, that's that. Yeah, like that, I remember that, that deer, the Disney that version. Deer, it was Thumper's mom. I don't know. One of the fucking. Which one's dead? One of the ones that died in the forest fire. One <laughs> one died in the forest fire is the one's mom. So did one die? Is that how they die? Is it a forest I hope fire? So. God, I hope so. Oh, God, it's a amazing. fucking amazing children's story. That would be amazing. My mom got cooked. <laughs> oh, come on, they're just meat foods anyway. Uh, that's true. We got, I, I think if you're prosecuted for a hate crime, you had to have committed a hate crime. So the the fact that you're a fucking Christian doesn't really mean anything, right? right. It'd be like it'd be like, well, I knew they would use this against people with mustaches, like yeah, exactly, right? Well, yeah. fucking yeah, if people or, with mustaches fucking drag gay people behind a truck, yeah, then it's gonna be used against. People with mustaches. It's exactly true, right? It's the idea is is that he he he's coming off with this idea like, oh, well they're they're just going to persecute us for being just Christians. No, but no, no. But if you commit a hate crime, sure. like you beat you up a gay person, you can't use the fact that you did it because you're totes a Christian as an yeah, excuse exactly. for it, right? Yeah. Let me tell you something, Alan. If America continues to reject the mercy of the Christian cross, America will live. Under the tyranny of the Islamic sword. This is Rick Joyner. Uh, there is much more freedom of religion in Russia than there is in America. We no longer have freedom of religion in America. We no longer have freedom of speech in America. We no longer have functional microphones in America. <laughs> I love it when people are like, they don't want to hear me talk. They don't want, they want to stop me from talking. We don't have freedom of speech. 
But you're talking you're right now. Having a com- you're fucking having us. You're using a microphone broadcasting your voice. Right, we can hear you. Yeah. I can, I can hear you tell me you can't speak. It's like it's like a fucking little kid like covering their eyes like you can't see me. Exactly. Yeah, I can fucking see you. I didn't go blind just because you covered your eyes. I did go celibate because you were born though. So. <laughs> we have some freedom of religion. Depends on what religion you're in. And even in Christianity, there's still some freedom there, but we're losing them almost by the day. And there's some freedom of speech, but we're losing it almost by the day. I thought he said that there wasn't freedom no, of speech. No, we're out, but we have a little, oh. but it's getting a little bit So less. it's like when you're driving and that light comes on in the car, it's just filled up with gas. Right, yeah. And then I drive it until it dies until out. It's, and then I call AAA. I need another <laughs> gallon of gas, guys. You keep calling. You call every day. We only get one gallon at a time. <laughs> what we can say, what we can do. A child can curse, use any word the most horrendous vulgarity in school. What? No, they can't. teachers. I have kids in school. If they curse in school, if my little boy, my little boy even goes to Montessori school. They have no rules. It's fucking yeah. anarchy. It's, yeah, it's fucking, like, it's like, oh, it's nap time again? Fine. I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't learn anything all day. I just ate a hamster. Like, that's it. Like, they don't, they don't care. I'm, I'm, he's, I don't even think they're going to learn to read before they graduate. Like, he goes to Montessori school if he was like, hey, man, fuck the teacher, they'd be like, I would get a call. I would get yeah, a call yeah, about that because yeah. the teacher would cry into her fucking chakra beats or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> She's dabbing at tears with her yoga mat. She's just tapping the side of her face. You made my crystal sad. <laughs> I'd have to have a patchouli-scented meeting. <laughs> <laughs> she comes in and she wants to make sure that everybody gets a hug in first. Everybody's got a hug. We got to hug this out. Your son's not going to be able to go to the Big Fish concert. <laughs> no Burning Man field trip for you. And suffer no penalty, no punishment, no repercussions. But let them use the name of Jesus in any way that it is in cursing, using it as a curse, and they will be suspended or expel in no school ever. That's why you're pausing because this has never happened <laughs> one time ever in you all the history say, of the world. It's awesome because first off, one, he's a guy who believes that curses are a thing. Right? Right. So <laughs> that's like number one. Avada Kedavra. <laughs> a fucking. There's a guy on the radio who thinks a curse is a thing. But then he's 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 bumbling through it, saying they can say Jesus, but only yeah. if they're like Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah. Right. That's the only way. Because they can again. Say it. Again, I said my son, if he was just walked in and was like, well, time for math. And he was like, Jesus Christ. I'm sure I would get that call, get call too. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Right. Again, of all the things that never happened, this one happened the least. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one, the more much didn't happen, yeah. the best. David like. What the fuck? So for this uh, this week uh, in David Icke's The Biggest Secret. This is the best chapter we've ever read. It's so fucking short. There's I know. There's really not a lot to it. It was so amazing. I only have two questions, Tom. Do you have you have only have two? Uh, two questions. Okay, so why don't you Short and sweet, just the way I like it. Well, first, buddy. The only way I can deliver it. <laughs> <laughs> Cecil, people like to get fucked up and take drugs. We know this because, well, drugs. 
The Brotherhood uses this to their advantage. How? A. By using drugs, drugs to control societies to take them over, but which they already control, which is confusing and seems counterproductive <laughs> and redundant all at the same time. B. By selling tie-dyed t-shirts, the intergalactic symbol of having just completely given up. <laughs> Give it up. C. By taking mushrooms and changing their skin colors to freak out the squares, man. <laughs> and D. Since licking toads is reptilian incest, they had to travel to Earth to party. <laughs> I think it's A. Uh, it's A. It's A. It's A. Okay. I don't know how you get these. You're, I'm fucking batting a thousand. How does one become a drug courier for the U.S. government? <laughs> a, donate a certain dollar amount to the Democratic Party. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> B, know a guy who knows a guy who knows David Icke. Possible. C, score high on the THC standardized testing. <laughs> <laughs> That's or good. Or D, Cold calls to certain bloodlines, but not too cold because the applicant gets sluggish. <laughs> the applicants get sluggish. I like that one. That's great. It, it's that one. It's that one. It is that one. The applicants yeah, it's, get it's, sluggish. It, no, they, no, cold calls. They essentially just like as you just get called by some government agent who wants you to be a drug carrier. That's what he says. That's how it works. That some, one of his friends, one of his random friends Got had call. gotten called. And they said, well, why did you call me? Why did you pick me? And Dave, David Icke says, the guy on the end of the phone said, well, we know your bloodline. That's why we called you. That's, that's how we know. I can't. I can't. <laughs> because somebody, I can't. Cecil. somebody told Cecil. David Icke this. What? And he, and he, he believes it everything. It was Credo Mutwa. <laughs> it was Credo on the other <laughs> side. It's fucking Credo Mutwa on the other fucking side of that call. Mutwa. Who's that guy <laughs> on the other side of the glory hole? It's Credo. <laughs> All right, Tom. Who bought the tears painting? Hey, Hitler. It's always Hitler. <laughs> Pretty much always Hitler. B, someone fancy. <laughs> C, Henry Temple, who became Baron Temple of Mount Temple and who originated from Templar. <laughs> That's actually in the book. Why this matters is anyone's fucking guess, but this is really truly what he fucking wrote. Or D, not the Jews again. <laughs> it's not the Jews. <laughs> it's Temple the Templars. That really that's that's, that's copy. Yeah, yeah. I straight wrote that yep, from the book. Yep, yep. Harry Henry Temple, who became Baron Temple of Mount Temple <laughs> and who originated from Templar. Are you kidding me? Oh God. It's Smurfy. It's at this point, it's fucking Smurfy. <laughs> it's fucking Smurftastic. Tom, how did the CIA smuggle drugs into the country during the <laughs> Vietnam War? A, by feeding it to and then distilling the tears of those anti-war pansies. <laughs> B, in dead soldiers' corpses. C, in the Millennium Falcon's hidden cargo hold. Oh my God. Or D, an illegal crack pipeline through an ancient burial ground. I like crack pipeline. <laughs> I, I, even though I know it's the corpses, I am going with crack pipeline. Crack pipeline. Because yeah, that's amazing. It's, it is, it's not. It's the corpses. It's amazing. It's corpsey McCorpuses. Uh, we started a war so we could stuff the people, the fucking corpses full of drugs. Do the fucking, do the CIA agents have to go through customs? It's even easier than that, though. The military doesn't go to regular airports. Like, it's not like, 
Like, I don't fly a C-130 into fucking O'Hare Airport. Yeah, it's not like you have to go see a customs right? agent right. to take a look at your, like, I casket. fly over in my fucking fancy airplane, load it full of drugs, fly out and just unload the drugs. I don't have to sew them in corpses. It just makes the drugs taste weird. It's like, you're, like, smelling. Man, what the fuck? This is a fucking corpsey fucking cocaine you got here. What's going on? Actually, it was heroin. This tastes like dead heroes. It's all heroes. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Here we go. This is my synopsis, Tom, okay. and then we're done with here, this. It, it was a very short, very short chapter. Say no to drugs. That's how they control you. No, really. That's the whole chapter. <laughs> <laughs> this chapter made no sense at all. Well, none, he just, he just, I mean, there was a little bit of naming stuff, but essentially it was just him saying, here's how heroin works. And yeah. here's what happened back in the day when they Opium had heroin. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Cool story, bro. For the most part, he doesn't even tie it into the what Brotherhood of the Lizards for a long time. Do with anything. Oh, okay. It's like my painting yeah. question. At one point, he's just like, and then this guy bought a painting. And that's the whole sentence. <laughs> and you're just like, and there's no follow-up yeah. about why I care about the painting. Oh. I don't even know what the painting is. Why do I care about the book? Oh, I don't know. Mm. You picked it. I did. I you did. son of a whore. <laughs> I was in league with Credo Mutwa. Ah, Credo! <laughs> All right, so uh, so next time we'll be reading Chapter 15 of David Icke's The Biggest Secret, and you can play along at the home game and be really depressed just like us. <laughs> you want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! So, Cecil, this is amazing. This is uh, Steve Quayle. Louisiana flooding was the work of a weather weapon. Hey, guess what show he was on? Guess what show? Uh, show. Show. David Icke show? End Times Radio, Jim Baker, yay! Could have been David Icke show. Could have been David Icke show. Yeah. All right, so this is, uh, this is a quail. The people who deliver the goods to the stores, the truckers are the best source of intel for what's going on and what's going on. Now, here's what they say. Yeah, right, the truckers are the best source. Because of- everybody talks to the truckers. <laughs> yeah, I brought your yeah. stuff. Yeah. Great. Unload it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go do some other stuff. It's amazing that like he, he thinks that what it's not like they're just standing around and people just talk about like classified shit. I know, right? Them. Like, <laughs> hey, I brought your goods and services in my truck. Oh, great. By the way, have you seen my classified documents about my Yeah, by the way, uh just so you know, there's going to be a nuclear war in the next 45 seconds. Is so, your truck lo- lead lined? Yeah. <laughs> It wouldn't matter. I'm just curious. Yeah, just, yeah. The underground bases and the military bunkers and everything. They're saying those, those who have government contracts are running stuff night and day. And someday we'll talk about the vast underground highway that was built during the Cold War years. That's 400 yards wide. But someday we'll talk about it. But now I'll just allude to this imaginary underground highway. Even if there is, who cares? There was a lot of shit built. Wouldn't you be upset about it? But I mean, like. I'd be upset about like, it. Don't, because it could alleviate traffic. I saw a uh, – maybe it was a Modern Marvels on the History Channel about uh, a place in Washington, D.C. that essentially was a place where they would have gone if there was some yeah, shit that right. went down. Part of the civil defense yeah, system. And they yeah. showed like the big fucking crazy doors that they still have. There. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like a, a country club or a hotel or something. But in the lower levels of it, it's this fucking crazy – yeah, it's, a, know, it's fucking, a it's a super secret ninja yeah. bank vault that but lives fucking, underground. Yeah, the for bank people. vault is like, and then they have like fucking all the like bunks and shit, and then like yeah. an air rebreather circulator thing, and then all kinds of like generators. 
So what? Like fucking yeah. back then we thought there might be a nuclear war. Totally prudent. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. So who cares if that even if there was, I don't know if there is, but let's just say there is a fucking 400 yard wide highway, which seems pretty excessive of, you know, yeah, somewhere. What, what, what do I need that much width for? Like unless that's a that's a lot of girth, like right? It, yeah. Like that's, that's just a lot of girth. That seems unless you're that seems uncomfortable moving the space shuttle, right? Or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's fucking underground traffic jam. There's been an apocalypse. Yeah. There's only like three cars yeah, down here. Fine. What's the big deal? It's full of zombies again. Yeah. Well, I can change the lanes. <laughs> <laughs> the idea that this country is under a famine, a a, a generated famine, is stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. That you idea didn't is finish that. Absurd. It's dumb. We we create we pay farmers not to farm. We pay. We subsidize farmers not to farm as a way to control the uh, supply in order to to manage costs in order to, so, so that farmers get paid, you know, a, a good value for their crops. There's not gluts of certain crops in certain years. There's no famine. Famine in America. We're so fat. We're so fat. We're the, the fattest fucking famine ever. A famine. There's all these fucking people in medieval, like fucking dead people from fucking medieval Europe. We're like, I'll fucking show you famine. <laughs> like famine. My fucking, I ate three of my children. Like a famine. <laughs> On the way here. Right? Are you kidding me? You get fucking two Big Macs for five bucks. How is there a famine? <laughs> Anybody ever read my book, Weather Wars and Unnatural Disasters? Well, thank you all. <laughs> Nobody answered. He's like, well, thank you very much for uh, reading my book. It's got a Van de Graaff generator, so you can tell it's scientific. <laughs> Look at that. Look at the picture of the Van de Graaff generator on I the took, front of I it. I took a picture at Spencer's Gifts. <laughs> <laughs> that was a book that was so ahead of its time, but it was all designed this. You control the weather, you control the food. You control the food, you control the people. You cut the... And this is what's going on in Louisiana. There was a standing wave over Louisiana. That's a weather weapon. And weather weapons are real. And people, they knew it was going to come, but they still stayed. What are you talking about? Well, isn't, the, isn't the benefit of having a weather weapon sort of springing it on people on surprise? You know what, what, I mean? what, is, he, what is he on about? Yeah. Why would, who unleashed the weather weapon? To what purpose? Well, uh, to clearly tell people about it, I guess. Why, 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 why? And wh how do you fucking know about it? You're that's just, the thing. You're right? just some that's fucking David Icke. dude. That's David Icke, right? That's uh, the same thing. I got a real patriotic dress shirt on. I know all kinds of shit. Like, what are you talking about? Well, it, it, yeah, exactly. He's like, he's like oh, hey, guess what? Uh, I know about this weather thing, this weather weapon. Huh? I'm the only what? person. I'm the only person who knows about it. Uh, me and the top secret classified government people who run this weapon we're the only people who know right. about it it's this top secret government classified shit that they don't want you to know but i fucking wrote a whole book about it you can buy on amazon why the fuck is snowden still out of the country right you know what i mean like exactly you know the idea is like snowden fucking if he comes back here it's like yep you're going to jail forever we're also going to stick a hose up your ass and drown you you know right. what i mean like yeah. we're gonna really fuck you up if you come back here well, fucking he's got to stay in hiding in other countries so he doesn't get fucking kidnapped and right. shit and this fucking guy can write a weather weapon book and be fucking scot-free on the fucking jim baker show why don't they shoot him with lightning with their weather weapon <laughs> incidentally they are selling a year of food but there's a famine. 90 buckets. But I can buy 90 buckets of slop. I can buy fucking my garbage food in bulk yeah, during a, a famine. 1,096 servings in four 90-day buckets. 
And that's what's tragic, because weather weapons are real. Secretary of Defenses have said they're real. Uh, congressional appropriations, everything. So what you're watching is a nation under siege. By who? Why? By what? us, so we could famineize our people. But we can buy our buckets. I can buy a bucket of food. This is literally the worst famine anyone's ever come up Hold with. Hold on. If I, I absolutely refuse to hear you say bucket of food unless you make the air quotes things. Oh, sorry. Bucket of food. Yeah, there's no more bucket of food as if it's a real food. Right. Oh, that's true. Because that's not a real food. It's not. Yeah. Even Just like if there's no sh- real weather weapons. Even if you shot it with a weather weapon, it wouldn't be a food. Can you imagine how fucking desperate shit would have to get? What, for to you eat, to believe in a weather weapon? Yeah, you to or to eat one of those fucking food buckets. Are you kidding me? I'd rather eat a bum's ass. Are you, <laughs> <laughs> you open it up, it smells like homeless sex. <laughs> so we want to thank our uh, most recent patrons, Xavier, Fred, John, the ballinist motherfucker, <laughs> That's great. Tim, Mick, Alex, Ryan, Chris, Matt, Joseph, Krista, Propanek, Propanek, I don't know. A little Propanek. Uh, Anthony D. Manning. <laughs> Are we talking about Pastor Manning? I here? think it is. Yeah. Oh, I knew he was a listener. Uh, Dicks out for Rembe. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth, Kurt, Brian, Christopher, Jason, Sarah, not Lizard Intelligence, Cosmic Prime, Mike, Dean, Matthew, Skeptic Smash Talk Podcast, Brady, and Bloodbeard Godslayer. That's amazing. I love that one. So uh, so we want to thank everybody for being a patron. We really do appreciate it. We do have an employee now. Isn't that crazy? So we, we have to pay them. So please. I know. Keep, if you, keep sending us yeah, money. Please help us out. By, Megan needs the yeah, money, by, guys. By paying us, you pay her. So <laughs> please continue to do so. We really do appreciate it. And Megan appreciates it, too. Because, look, I'm not buying less booze and pizza. Yeah. So, you know, if something's got to get cut, it's not my booze and pizza. <laughs> I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the Black Lives Matter stuff that we've been getting recently. Um, we've sort of been getting comments from people, and mm-hmm. we've also been getting some, uh, some Twitter interactions. There's a gentleman, uh, uh, and I use that term loosely, on Twitter <laughs> who sent us a message a while back uh, saying he was done listening to the show because we thought black people should have rights. And then he, and then, and then he was like, he said, that may, a, that may, that may I, oversimplify I think, his <laughs> argument somewhat, but I, not much, uh, not much, not much, not much but in and all so fairness. That, and so that he, uh, he sent us another message recently after he had sort of vocally quit listening to us <laughs> and he listened to another show cause he just can't quit us. Um, and, uh, and he sent us an article about ambulances being blocked uh, by uh, Black Lives Matter protesters in Boston. And uh, and there's a couple of things here. There's tweets from the Massachusetts State Police um, where they talk about how uh, an ambulance had to get rerouted because uh, there was a trauma, cr- a crash at the end. They had to get this, uh, this person out and they had to reroute the ambulance. And then they also have another tweet down here that says numerous other ambulances had to be on scene. Uh, we cut the protesters out of restraints, meaning that they were not available when needed elsewhere. So there was a couple of things that happened there. The first is is that there weren't enough ambulances to go around because they were needed for this particular protest. And the second thing was um, the ambulance had to get rerouted and people were arguing that what if, you know, what if it was one of those moments where somebody just needs to get to a hospital and there's these people have a traffic jam that they've, they've put up. 
Sure. Um, the first thing I want to get out of the way, and I think we talked about this before, and I just want to throw it out there, is that I do I do think that anybody who breaks the law should be uh, should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. So if you break the law by blocking traffic, you should be arrested. Protesters know this going in. Protesters understand that they can be it's arrested. The risk they take. It's the risk they take. Yeah. So they understand this. I'm totally for all of, uh, anybody and everybody being arrested at that point. Totally fine with it. However, I'm also fine with their this method of protest. I think it's a I think it's an actually a really good way for them to be in a way nonviolent. Now I know people say that it's violence because somebody may wind up in some corner case scenario, somebody may wind up in an ambulance and be stuck in traffic. An ambulance has something that, that we just don't have, which is a, a dispatch office that can tell them that something like this is even happening, right? Right. So we don't have access to that stuff. We have fucking Waze or you know Google Maps or something. It might show that there's a traffic backup, but we don't have the ability. You know, the first people on the scene for this thing for the fucking protest are going to be the cops, and they're going to radio back to the station and say that something's going on. And when something happens like this, they're going to be like, "Oh, hey, the fucking I five or whatever fucking weird road they have out in Boston <laughs> is." It's fucking closed down. You can't get on it. I'm sorry. And then they'll find another route because the ambulances do this all the time because traffic is a real thing. Traffic happens, period. It is just an inconvenience. There's there's traffic jams all the time on the overpasses when the fucking abortion protesters hold up their fucking signs and everybody slows down to look at them and honk or whatever they're going to do. It causes a traffic jam. That's the intention of those guys. They do it all the time. They've been doing it for years. They cause traffic snarls. And nobody beats up on it, right? Nobody, nobody ever. The, call, yeah, right. The Black Lives Matter people do it, and it's like, oh, fucking, you hate ambulances, you hate puppies and kittens, and American freedom, and it's like, ah. Look at what happens on Lakeshore Drive when there's a fucking ball game. It's fucking backed up forever. So the idea that you know ambulances can't get around traffic, I think we're not giving them enough credit here, guys. That's what they do for a living, <laughs> right? And if we were that, if 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 we were that at that point where we were saying, look. Keeping the flow of traffic open is so essential. It's so essential that you know it's it's potentially life or, or death, and sometimes maybe it is. But we would stop ball games, like you yeah. said. Like we would, what we would do is we would take other we would take other things that we know snarl traffic that are less important, I think, than Black Lives Matters protests. We'd say, okay, well, you know, I mean, sorry, we're not going to have any more Cubs games on the yeah. north side of the city because it fucks up traffic. And somebody could get stuck in that traffic and die. Yeah. But we're already willing to make certain concessions, right? The the point is here, we're just somehow not willing to make this concession. Yeah. The other thing that we got too, the other thing that, that they mentioned too, and this is at the bottom, they said that the ambulances were on scene. These ambulances were on scene so they couldn't be other places. Well, whose fucking fault is it that they didn't hire enough ambulances that day? Or they didn't call people in from on call? You know, if there's a big fucking emergency in the city and they don't have enough ambulances, somebody's going to be super pissed. Well, guess what? This is an emergency. Yeah, right. So if they need extra ambulances, it's not the fucking protesters' fault that they didn't call people in to fucking work more. Like, why is it the protesters' fault that you need ambulances there? That's just a ridiculous thing to even say. That's a that's a stupid argument, and I I give that no credit whatsoever. Like that is just silly. So we are we are part of a brand new charity drive, Tom, and it's super exciting. It is. I, I can't wait. We're uh, we're teaming up with the guys at Scathing Atheist Gam. Skeptocrat occasionally. They held the same crew. So, I know. Yeah, I know. But we're teaming up with them. Three times. No, no. That's, anyway, it's a single time. Is it a threesome it's with a, the three of them? No. Mm, hmm. That hey. sounds awful. How are you doing, Heath? I call. I was going to say I call Heath. <laughs> God damn it! Fine, I'll fucking break Noah in half. 
<laughs> I'll discard him like a used tissue. Oh, poor <laughs> So we are we are double teaming yeah. the skating atheist guys. <laughs> Uh, to do this vulgarity for charity event, we're really excited about it. They yeah. did one uh, not too long ago, and they were foolish enough to ask if we would like to do uh, this next event with them. And, and we're real pumped about it. We're yeah. going to be raising some money for an organization that I think we're both very excited about. Yeah, we, we're going to be raising money uh, for Modest Needs. And uh, so Modest Needs is one of those – what I think is a really great crowdfunding mm-hmm. site – uh, unlike Kickstarter, which doesn't vet people, Modest Needs vets the people that they're giving money to, and the money never actually enters the hands of the people who are asking for the money. So people go to Modest Needs and say, hey, I need help with my heating bill or I need help with my car payment. Well, the money goes from your hands to Modest Needs. Modest Needs then pays out the the, the whatever bill it is that they need paid. Right. So – um, and they do all the vetting for you, so it's not one of those Kickstarters where you, you're not sure whether or not the person is, you know, in could be going dire to Nigerian need. prince. You, you have no you, idea. Could be in on dire need. But instead, these people are in in some in some need, and they need some help. So all you have to do is go to Modest Needs. On the right hand side of the page, on the top, it says Donate Now. Uh, you can look through all the stories, find someone you want to help, donate. If you donate twenty bucks. Send an email and, a, and an image of your donation to Vulgarity for Charity. That's the word for, and it's all one word. So Vulgarity for Charity at gmail.com. You send us an email, and what we'll do is we'll take your $20. You write in who you want us to insult, and during two shows, there's going to be two shows, one show on one on ours and one on The Scathing Atheist where we read off the insults. Uh, for the people you want us to insult. So all you have to do is just say, hey, I would like uh, my cousin Bill to be insulted. Include a few vital details about Bill, maybe a picture. If you want us to insult Donald Trump or, say, Thomas Smith from Atheistically Or David speaking, Smalley. Possibly David Smalley. Maybe Andrew Torres. Well, I don't know. We have so many options. I know, yeah. One of those three people. No. Um <laughs> <laughs> but see, if, all three of those people at the same time. People. But if you want to insult someone, all you have to do is include that, and then uh, for twenty bucks, you'll get. An, we'll we'll read an insult out for you on the air. If you donate fifty bucks, there's a there's a group of celebrity roasters that will be giving doling out insults. We, your your name, if you donate fifty bucks, will be put in a a drawing. And uh, there's a possibility someone, one of the celebrities, the atheist celebrities that we find to do this, will be able to roast someone for you. Um, that stuff's going to be solidified within the next week, so we'll know more soon about who exactly we're going to be getting. But uh, but we're super excited about that. So if you would like to donate, all you have to do is go to modestneeds.org, donate to someone, send us proof to, at Vulgarity for Charity and who you want us to, to insult, and we're ready to roast some folks. The other good thing is, is that our podcast is going to be giving money to Modest Needs as well. So Modest Needs helps these people, but Modest Needs, the organization, needs some funds. So for the first 3000 that we can collate, uh, first $3,000 worth of donations to individuals that we get at Vulgarity for Charity, we will donate up to $3,000 to the uh, Modest Needs organization. So you're helping out – if you get your, your, your money in early – you're actually helping out uh, modest needs as well as helping out a family at the same time. Yeah, I, I'm super pumped. I really am. I'm super pumped about this charity drive. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it will generate some ridiculous show, which is always good. And anytime that we can be rude for money, yeah, I feel like I'm right in my wheelhouse. Yeah. 
and, I feel like that's where I belong. And who better to team up with than the, uh, the one of the most vulgar sets of people other than us in podcasting? Yeah, uh, just the scathing it, atheist. Group. It's a fucking uh, unbelievable typhoon of awful. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, send us pictures of your mom. You know, whoever you don't want, yeah. and we'll just fucking break Tom's that shit. Mom, whatever. It doesn't like matter. I said. Anybody awful. Anybody just awful. <laughs> We got a message. Um, it's amazing. It's a video. This is from Gordon, and it's Westboro Mingle. We're going to put the video on our page. It's so funny. It is. Uh, it's great. It it's is really, great. and it's short and funny and clever. Um, just go to episode 316 to check it out. It's hilarious. We got a message from uh, from from Jade, and Jade sent in a message about uh, Jim Baker saying a uh, hideous, and she says, making fun of, of whoever, uh, and it's whoever, it's Jim Baker, um, making fun of Jim Baker for saying a hideous when you guys say a food. Tom said earlier, well, at least a food is a noun. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm going to eat a food. I'm going to eat at least a noun, not an adjective. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, we, got a, we got an image, and I'm not going to say anything about this image. This is from Sarah. Sarah sent this image in. I'm going to put it on this episode show notes. All I'm going to do is say there's a ghost rescuer. I don't. And That's I wonder, amazing. I wonder if they neuter the, the ghosts after they rescue them. Do they rescue and release? I wonder. I don't <laughs> Catch know. Catch and release the ghosts. I don't know. This woman looks like a woman with too many cats. Oh yeah. Oh. Like you just see a picture of her, and it's like oh, yeah. you don't have two or three cats. Uh, we got a message from Derek, and Derek says, "In the last two podcasts, I tried uh, to skip ahead, and it forwards me back to the beginning of the episode. It happened in the last two podcasts. They use Android." Uh, they they tried it a couple times and it worked and it did it a couple times. So if you're having issues with the last two episodes, that would be episode three fourteen and three fifteen. Let us know. Send us an email, uh, dissonance.podcast at gmail dot com. Let us know if you're having the same issue where you try to skip forward and it brings you back to the beginning of the podcast. Um, so far, Derek is the only person who mentioned this, but uh, but I'm curious. Uh, I don't I don't think I did anything different. Uh, with these latest files, like compression wise, but uh, again, I, I just wanted to double check. We got an interesting message from William, and he basically says uh, he thanks us for having Karen Garst on. Karen uh, wrote the book Women Beyond Belief, uh, and she was on last week, and uh, and he was saying it's interesting. Um, at a, he's currently a junior in high school, and uh, the student handbook essentially is uh, all rules applied to women. Now, I remember when I went to school, there was no shorts allowed. Um, yeah, well, we could wear shorts, but they had to be like your fingertips were the length, like where your your fingers down at your side were the length of the shorts. Okay, so we could wear shorts, and that that rule applied for boys and girls, but boys don't wear short shorts. I don't remember being able to wear shorts in school. I thought that my that dad was, didn't let me wear shorts. I thought that was a, that was not a thing. Yeah, but the school allowed it. Yeah. But my dad didn't allow it. He thought it was inappropriate. But essentially, <clears throat> he's saying that everything in there is applying to women, and I do remember that because I remember there was a lot of. Women can't do X, Y, and Z. They can't wear like belly shirts and they can't wear – like back when I went to school, it was like fucking – it was a stone age. So it was fucking <laughs> – essentially everybody wore the Fled Flintstone was, like was, singlet thing. So You had to wear your bonnet yeah. back in <laughs> pilgrim times. Essentially, <laughs> essentially, back in the one-room schoolhouse. Yeah. And, and if you acted up, they hit you with the buggy whip. <laughs> so yeah. No, but I, 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 it's interesting that most of the, yeah. most of the rules are Well, because are that's women. what we police, right? Yeah. We, we police women's sexuality, and we shame women's sexuality yeah. in their bodies. And but it, it, also, it also goes back to what Karen said. She said women are the brakes, and right. so that yeah. makes sense too, yeah. right? If women are the brakes on sex, then not exposing them and you know them not having – you know. Yeah, but let's be real honest too. Like the male body is a disgusting, functional 
tool only. Sure. Right? Yeah. It's it's just it's a functional utilitarian garbage. It's like body. it's like eating a tube. <laughs> right. You're like, okay, I'm gonna eat this, but it's not attractive. We are the yeah. tube food. <laughs> That's literally what we are. It's a tube food. It's a tube food. <laughs> uh, we got a message from Tom, and Tom has been a fan for a long Forever. time, for yeah. a very long we time. Can't, we just can't quit this. Um, guy. Tom uh, sent us a message on Patreon and said he wanted to remind us we did talk about. Uh, how we weren't excited about Hillary because Hillary is, eh, you know, um, kind of just following through with what Obama did, and Obama really didn't do a lot. Right. And uh, and essentially, he's saying, look, they haven't really had uh, power over the House and uh, and the Senate for that time, so they haven't really been able to do a lot. And that's very true. That is very true. I didn't. I don't want to downplay that. Yeah. Tom, we got a message from Travis who has a great icon, which is Crow T Robot. So this is great. He says, uh, just finished listening to episode 315 and remembered a funny story from my high school working days, working in a small town grocery store in Nebraska. When potatoes are transported after harvest, they are moved in giant large gauge wire baskets. The potatoes on the sides and bottom, if the baskets are overloaded, get pressed into the cross hatched wire. This, of course, makes crosses or X's on the potatoes. This, in turn, makes the damaged potatoes a lower grade. The owner of the grocery store that I worked at, who I later found out was an atheist, would take these cross potatoes and put them in a special bin that he would wheel out every Sunday morning with either a sign that said cross potatoes or holy spuds or trinity taters. He would sell out of these damaged potatoes at three times the price per pound as the non-damaged potatoes. That's oh, amazing. That's the funniest shit that in the world. Shit. That is great. So oh, funny. Uh, Don sent us a message and corrected us, and Don is correct. Uh, Don, I'm only going to read your first two points on your corrections. The first is there's no law against carrying a fixed blade knife. There is a statue that gets cited a lot, which bans a, a lot of st- stuff, but um, but basically uh, you can still keep a fixed blade knife. He's right. We heard that from the concealed carry guy who was spouting it off like he knew what he was talking about. Um, also, he says there's nothing in concealed carry uh, handgun license that limits the number or type of handguns li- license you can carry. Um, you can carry as many as you can conceal. And again, that's terrifying. I, uh, the guy said it as if it were gospel fact right. that you could only carry one. I looked through the statute myself and I did not see, I admittedly just skimmed it, but I did not see any, uh, anything that it limited the amount of guns. So I think, again, Don is right. So thanks, Don. Thanks for the corrections. I hope that one guy who asked the question never finds out. Because oh, that know, fucking dude will just robocop yeah. himself. Uh, this is from Christopher. <laughs> and Christopher says, you guys were discussing how you love Cherry Garcia so much. I would have thought Chubby Hubby would be more Tom's flavor. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry isn't the word I'd use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Tom Tom has moved on to delicious divorce, which is, a, <laughs> which is essentially a tear flavor. I was just going to say it's essentially very salty ice cream. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> and, and at the bottom is a bullet. <laughs> uh, we got a message. From Tommy and Tommy sent us an image, <laughs> and I'm not going to talk about it. All I'm going to do is say it's that fucking paperclip. So it. go to this episode show notes, and you'll be able to see the image. We are. Uh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but uh, Patreon just announced it live. It looks like it's for everybody. They are. There is a brand new feature: Patreon private RSS links. 
There's an RSS feed. We currently have that RSS feed. If you are a patron and you're looking for that RSS feed, um, you can check the show notes for a couple of the past episodes and there's a way to find it. Uh, you can either check your email or there's a way to sort of dig through um, Patreon. If you go to Patreon, you can't do it through the app, but you can do it uh, through the through the website itself. I tried it through the app and it didn't work, but uh, but you can find it through the, the website itself. You essentially just take and copy that link. I would get it to your phone somehow, the best way, or, or the device in which you're going to play it. And then you just take your podcast app, whatever it is, and paste that RSS feed in there. And then the RSS feed will just, it'll just reproduce, it'll just produce itself. It'll just keep on going. So, uh, so every week, anytime there's a release, you'll get a brand new download directly to your, to your, uh, podcast app. And you can download it just like you would any other, of your podcast and it actually works great and we were the pioneers here one of the things that we did was we pushed really really hard for this you pushed on the phone yeah you, we, we called people on the phone yeah. we wound up doing skype interviews with them we sent everybody who complained about it to go leave a feedback and i feel like like we were pioneers in this to try to make sure that this happened for other people too so we're very happy that everybody else is getting a uh, the the RSS feed. Um, thank you, all those people in our audience who went out of your way to talk to Patreon and and mention this to them so that they put this into place because they do listen. You just got to be you got to fucking got to be a squeaky fucking yeah, wheel and right. and you guys were real squeaky. So thank you very much. We want to remind people that we will be in both Glasgow and. Uh, Edinburgh <laughs> for uh, for skeptics in the pub meetups on the 17th and 18th of October on this episode show notes. We will put links to the Facebook pages, the events where you can go and reserve your spot now to go come hang out with us when we're in Edinburgh. Now, the first night's Glasgow, so that's the 17th. And then the 18th, we will be in Edinburgh. You can come. Hang out with us, have a pint with us, chill out with us, and uh, and we're also probably going to be doing a little bit of Q and A, but we're mostly going to be mingling, chilling, hanging right. out, just just enjoying the evening. And we'd love to hang out with you. So please, if you're going to be in either of those places on those days, we would love to see you. Check out this episode show notes, and you can go to the event and join on in. And I, I do want to put out a request while we're doing that. If there's anybody that is planning to attend. That also speaks English. Yeah, that would be great. We are like going to need an interpreter, or yeah. yeah, or bring a babble fish, right? one just, or the other. I just, yeah. I, I'm, I know I'm going to end up just with fucking bowls full of haggis, and I'm not, I, I, I'm not even going to listen after a certain point. I'm just going to quit listening yeah. because it's going to sound like fucking two chopsticks banging. <laughs> so, uh, so that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Um, we will be on dogma debate for a short amount of time. Very Say soon. it again for a very for for a short amount of time, not the whole a episode, small amount of time, not the whole episode. <laughs> We're going to be on. We will be a on small amount of time dogma debate <laughs> for a tiny minuscule. A Diminutive amount of, of time. time. Uh, we're looking forward to that. We're actually recording that tomorrow. We're not sure when it will release, but we will let you know. Um, so we're pretty excited about that. Pretty soon, hopefully near the end of the month, we'll have Chris Matheson on, author of Story of God. He was nice enough to donate books to us. Yep. We're also in talks with JT Eberhardt to come on a little later next month. So we've got a few people coming up that we're excited to talk to. So uh, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, but uh, that's going to wrap it up for tonight. And uh, we're going to leave you, like we always do, with The Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. 
couched in scientician double bubble toil and trouble pseudo quasi alternative acupunctuating pressurized stereogram pyramidal free energy healing water downward spiral brain dead pan sales pitch late night info docutainment Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. <laughs>